Maggie time. Maggie time. Maggie time. Maggie time. Hello, world, and welcome back to Rebel Girls Book Club. My name is Maggie, and as Harmony would tell you, it is indeed Maggie time. This week I'm here to do something that I don't do very often, which is publicly eat my words. I feel like I've been real vocal in the past about the fact that YA isn't my thing and I don't tend to like it and blah, 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 blah. But since starting to go back into my office, which I live impressively far from, frankly, I've really discovered that I, in fact, very much enjoy not only young adult literature, but also audiobooks. So we're really getting a twofer here this week with all of the things that I thought I knew about myself that were wrong. Audiobooks and young adult literature are great and they have their place and I have discovered them in my life. Not that I ever begrudged anyone else liking both of those things before, but I just thought that they weren't for me. And I was wrong. So I think that my only holdout now is that I'm not a huge fan of nonfiction. But I'm sure in six months I'll be coming back at you and saying how wrong I was about that too. So look forward to that inevitable episode. But I'm here today to offer up some feminist YA literature that I've read recently and really, really loved. I listened to most of these on audio too, rather than reading them with my eyeballs. So they're also all really, really great audiobooks. So here are six recommendations for you. So the first one is Lobizona by Romina Garber, which is a really interesting YA story that's kind of like if Harry Potter weren't written by a transphobe that just explores Argentine mythology what it means to be classified as being an illegal human, both in the real world and in a fantasy world. And also there's werewolves and witches and lots and lots of magic. I really enjoyed this book. I can't wait to continue in the rest of the series. And I think that if you're looking for something to read, especially in the spooky season that feels very socially aware, this is your pick. My next one is The Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Booley, which wins the book that made me cry the most times this year. I think I cried six separate times reading this book. This is a YA mystery, not really a thriller, but we're following one girl's journey to figure out her best friend's death and kind of why it happened. It's really tied into indigenous culture and I absolutely loved every single second of it. And I guess just as a heads up, this is the only book on this list that I read with my eyeballs instead of with my ears. So I guess I can't necessarily speak for its audiobook, but this one is absolutely positively without a doubt worth your time. Then I've got The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter by Theodora Goss, which I keep hemming and hawing about whether it's feminist, but I think it definitely is. It's a historical fiction kind of fantasy novel that follows the fictional daughter of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde as she uncovers who her father is and gets caught up in a ton of hijinks. It's also a bit of a mystery. It's a lot of fun. I'm actually in the middle of the second book right now and loving every single second of it just as much as the first book. Highly, highly recommend this series. 
Then I've got Girls of Paper and Fire by Natasha Nyan, which is a really much darker fantasy about two girls who fall in love while essentially being sex slaves to the Demon King and their journey to overthrow his rule, which was harrowing and heartbreaking, but also their love story is so beautiful and so hopeful. And it takes such a truthful look at trauma while also for me, leaving me feel very hopeful at the end. So highly recommend that one as well. And then last but not least, you heard me talk about this two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't know anymore, but A Song Below Water by Bethany C. Morrow. Again, a fantasy read. I feel like this season, you're really going to be just immersed in exactly how much fantasy I read. But this is just such a smart look at the strength of Black women's voices in society and is a really just lovely story about two sisters finding their place in the world and in a world that tries to restrain them from fully being who they are. I really, really, really loved this book. I loved its sequel, which just came out in June, which follows kind of the villain almost, or one of the villains from the first book and really humanizes her and is just such a takedown of privilege and just again about how... Black women's voices in society are both so needed and how white supremacy and white power attempts to silence them. So those are six feminist YA mostly audiobook recommendations for you all. I really enjoyed every single one of these books. I feel like I learned so much from every single one of these books and I hope that you all enjoy them too and I will be back in two weeks to tell you probably more things I was wrong about in this world. It happens all the time. Goodbye! Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher app. You can support this podcast by going to anchor.fm slash RGBC and clicking the support this podcast button. Our episode schedule can be found in our show notes or by going to our website rebelgirlsbook.club and clicking read along with the show. You can follow us at RGBC Pod on Instagram, at Rebel Girls Book Club on Facebook, at Rebel Girls Book One on Twitter, and you can email us at rebelgirlsbookclub at gmail.com. Our theme song is called Pretty Boys Make Me Feel Ugly, and it's by The Gays. See you soon, and remember to read rebelliously. Rebel Girls Book Club is a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.